Good evening. Yes, I know. I need to, how do you say, make copyright with that expression? Good evening. <laughs> copyright. Well, uh, tonight I want to share with you, dear brothers, this evening. Uh, okay, he's there. I want to talk about Second Timothy, Second Timothy, chapter uh, one, verse one through six. And before we read, uh, we read. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the privilege to be here, Lord. Thank you for, uh, Lord, for your word. Give me the your word, Lord. Put your Help me, Lord, to talk in English. Help me to preach your word. Use my mouth, Lord. And, and I want to put all this service in your hands. We want to hear your voice. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, tonight I want to talk about remember. And uh, it's in, first, in Second Timothy chapter 1. And before we read, it's so hard sometimes when you can't remember things. No, it's, it's hard. No, where's the key, Where, you know? And uh, I remember uh, I had a friend in Argentina. Uh, she it's married with one of my good friends down there. And when she was teenagers, uh, 17 years old maybe, uh, walking in the street, a taxi drive uh, hit her and she fell. She had a, a concussion and she lose her memory. So when she was in the, in the hospital, uh, the doctor came and talked with the, the parents about that and said, hey, don't worry. She don't have nothing. But she lose the memory, and maybe they will take like a week or two weeks or a month to recover. So she don't remember nothing. So her parents, uh, her father, it's a good friend, a good friend of mine, he went to the room and say, see her, his daughter there and say, you remember me? And the daughter said, yes, you are my dad. I said, oh, that's good. You remember her? And it was her mom. And she said, yeah, I remember, that's mom. And the father said, and you remember your husband and your child? And she said, no, and he started to cry. And his father and her father say, no, it's a joke. It's, you don't have a, you're not married yet. You had 18 years old. So, but they take like a month to recover the, the, the memory. And it was so funny for the family, not for, for her, of course, because they make jokes all every day trying to see if she can remember something about, you remember where it was, that's your friend. And it was somebody walking in the street and she was saying, hey, hi, friend. And so, but it's so hard when you can't remember things. And in the Bible, we can find many times when the, not only the apostle, but Jesus too, they talk to us about we need to remember. Remember things, the good thing and the important thing in the life. You need to remember. For that reason, in the chapter 1 and verse 3 and 6, the apostle Paul is sending this letter to Timothy and try to Timothy, uh, bring to Timothy to remember things uh, about the scripture. Uh, you can read with me, Second Timothy chapter one, verse three through six. I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers, 
with pure conscience that without ceasing I have remembrance of uh, thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwell first in thy grandmother, Lois, and thy mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance, in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by the putting on of my hands. So Paul sent this letter to try to bring to the, a Timothy memory about a couple of things, and we will see that things in, in, in a minute. But he sent this letter to remind Timothy. And who was Timothy? Well, you know, Timothy was a, a native of Lystra and a companion of Paul. Remember in second, the second uh, missionary trip, or, or the second missionary uh, a trip, Paul called him to join and, and to him and, and sell us. And he was a Christian. He was a third-generation Christian. Uh, his name is a combination of two Greek words, uh, Timothy, uh, it's honor or honor, honor, and uh, Theos, it's God. And he was a son of a Jewish mother and a Greek father. So that was Timothy. Uh, at least Paul chose Timothy to accompany him on his second missionary journey. And he was likely selected uh, due to this, his outstanding character. So Timothy, Timothy became uh, a vital member of Paul's inner circle. So when we read about Timothy, when we read in the Bible about Timothy, you will note Paul, when he's talking about him, he will say many things like, for example, he will say, oh, I'm sorry, he will say, uh, my fellow worker. He will say my brother. He will use the word uh, bond servant. When he's talking about Timothy, he will say beloved and faithful child in the Lord. Son, my son. Paul many times say that. Quiqua uh, in the Lord's work. So this second, this second letter, uh, uh, second Timothy, was sent by Paul while he was in, in Roman uh, custody and it's a character side by a sense of urgency, and Paul will send him to remind exhortation of, uh, to Timothy. So Timothy was uh, sending for Paul. Timothy was, uh, or, or Paul was a Timothy mentor, and we can see that, and about he learned very good. You can see, you can, you can find the verse later. But when the Paul is talking about Timothy, he would say, I sent Timothy because he served like me. Uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 10. I sent Timothy because he felt like me. And I sent Timothy because he uh, taught like me. Uh, he teach like Paul. And he say, hey, I sent Timothy for that reason. So uh, Paul was uh, Timothy's uh, mentor. Uh, Paul uh, was... Uh, discipling uh, Timothy. And for that reason, when he sent this second letter, 
is to remind Timothy uh, important things about the ministry, but about the Christian life. So for that reason, we will see four things, uh, what we need to remember today. The first thing is, remember, use your gift. Remember, use your gift. You can read with me in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting of on of my hands. So remember, use, remember, use your gift. Uh, stir up is talking about reactivate. It's talking about fan, fire. It's talking about ignite. It's talking about a reignite. And Paul say, you need to fan a fire. You need to continue using your gift. Uh, you had a gift, and you need to continue using You need to react it. You can be stuck. You need to continue, keep moving. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14, and this is a, a, a word I was practicing this afternoon. Neglect, that's right. Oh, wow. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the lion on uh, of my, the hands of the presbytery. So Paul say, neglect not the gift that is in thee. So uh, we are not talking about the gift, the spiritual gift. But something important about this thing is every Christian have almost one gift. So when Paul is talking with Timothy, with Timothy, he say, remember to use your gift. God give you a spiritual gift so you can use in the church. And he say, you need to use the gift. And give is talking about something graciously given by God. Uh, it's talking about that. You know, you know the difference about talent and gift or spiritual gift. A talent is something you learn. For example, Brother Howard played the piano like, like a, a master. Huh? Yeah, but he learned that. I don't think that he wake up one day and say, hey, I need a, what happened with my finger? I need a piano. <laughs> he learned that. That's a talent. Or, for example, Eric singing or maybe you doing some stuff. That's a talent. It's something natural. You learn that. Or, or you grew up uh, in your family and your dad or your grandpa, they teach you. That's a talent. But a spiritual gift is something that comes from the Lord. It's something you never imagine or you never trying to, to, to learn that. The Lord sent you. The Lord gave you that gift. So every Christian almost have almost one gift. So in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, the Bible says, As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as a good steward of the mainful grace of God. So Peter says, Every Christian have almost one gift, and that gift is to minister others. It's to serve is to help another person. So the Lord give us a spiritual gift. And maybe one of these Wednesday we can talk about that thing. But Paul said to Timothy, Timothy, remember to use your gift. God 
give you special gift or special uh, in, in your hands a, a treasure too. You can use it for the Lord. I had a video. That's First Peter chapter four. I had a video about the importance to be in the right place in the right moment and, and doing your job. You know what it is, huh? The the formula. Formula One, Formula Uno. So this is the world record in the boxes or, or in the... You can see how they long take to change the four wheel and, and you see that? Well, it's very fast. <laughs> it's fast. Look, 1.91. Look at that. They stop. It's amazing. So you can imagine if one of these guys forget to bring the one tool, <laughs> that would be a mess. You can see it in, in slow motion there. So they changed the four wheels. They, they helped the, 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 the driver. And it's amazing how they do this. So uh, the first thing is to remember, use your gift. Uh, you know why? Because God gave you a special gift to use in the church, to use with other brothers. And you, your part is very important. In, in the video we watch, if somebody missed the job that day, that will be a mess. You can imagine it. Oh, I'm late. So you need to change two wheels. So in the work of God, everybody had a place. Maybe you can't preach. Maybe you can't uh, evangelize another person, share, share the gospel. But maybe you have something to do for the Lord. And every place is important. It's not only the pastor's job, you know. Pastor Shot is it's amazing. <laughs> he worked a lot. He had time for everybody. But he need people around him. We need, we are church, we need to be there because this is part of the work of God. Everybody had a special place in the word of God. That's part of what Paul said to Timothy. Remember, use your gift. But the second thing is, remember, don't be ashamed. Uh, don't be ashamed. Look with me in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 8. We'll read, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. But be thou partaker of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God. So Paul says you need to be a, a, a witness. You can be ashamed. You can be ashamed. And, and this word testimony, Paul says, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of the Lord. This word testimony is talking about be a witness. Uh, it's be a a witness, it's be somebody to share the gospel. In Romans chapter 1, verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jewish first and also to the Greek. And Paul say to Timothy, Don't be ashamed. You need to be a witness. You need to be a witness. You can't close your mouth. You need to talk. You need to share. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, the Bible says, 
But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Be a witness. Be a witness. And witness is a person who provides testimony. Be a witness. And dear brother, we need to be witness. And, and Paul talked to Timothy and said, Hey, Timothy, remember I teach you a lot of stuff. But you need to remember this. Use your gift. Don't, don't sit there and cross your, your, your arm. Work. Use your spiritual gift. But the second thing, don't be ashamed. Don't, don't, ashamed. don't be ashamed. I remember one day we, was, we were preaching in a, in a school in Argentina. And like here, you can't preach no, in, in the schools. Here it's uh, prohibited. Well, in Argentina too. But this is how the Lord worked down there. So we talked with the, the, the principal in the, in the school and we said, hey, we had a message to the kids. We want to talk about Jesus, about how they can change their life. Waiting for the principal to say to us, don't, do, don't, don't come or don't do that. But he said, yes, of course, come on. You can do it. You can talk about it. They need to hear something different. So we prepare everything that day. Uh, we bring some system. So it was an auditorium maybe with uh, 150 kids from the school. So we were with other missionaries, and this, one of them started to preach the gospel straight, straight. So he started to preach the gospel. He, he, is, uh, he had AIDS, the, sick, the sickness, AIDS. You say that, no? AIDS? Yeah, okay. He's, so he started to talk about his testimony, how, how he, the Lord uh, saved him, and, and he started to preach straight the gospel. In the middle of that, one kid raised his hand, and, and, and the, the preacher said, okay, you can talk. And he started to talk a lot of bad things about, no, that's a liar, everybody. Don't hear that. That's something uh, that's like a cartoon. Don't believe that. So everybody started to scream or talk and, uh, in the middle of the, the, the sermon, in the middle of the preacher. But in one corner, another kid stand up on the chair and started to scream, hey, stop. Stop. Very strong. It was... It was weird. We were there. The principal was there. And he started to scream, stop, stop. And talk directly to this boy who was talking bad things. Say, hey, if you don't want to be here, you can live. But we are here and we can hear what they want to talk about. And everybody was in silence. And this missionary continued and preached the gospel. And many of these kids, they, they received the Lord that day. But after that, this gentleman, this kid come, he came to talk with us. And we asked him, why you do that? Why, why you moved and, and why you say that? And he said, well, I'm a pastor's son. And I'm studying this school for many years. And I was ashamed to present the gospel to my, 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 the other students. But today I understand that something. I can be ashamed. And, and dear brothers, we can't be ashamed of the gospel. That changed our life. 
That changed not only our life, our eternity. And Paul say, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Preach the gospel. Be a witness in your work, in your neighbor, in, your, uh, in, in, in every part. You need to be a witness. Don't be ashamed. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God had not given us the spirit of fear. I'm scared. Do it. I'm nervous. Do it. I can't talk in English. Do it. Do it. Don't be ashamed. We have the power of God in our life. But the third thing is what Paul says. Remember, hold fast the word of God. Remember, hold fast the word of God. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 13, the Bible says, Hold fast the form of the sound word which, which thou hast heard of me in the faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. Hold fast. And that's the idea, they hold with your hands. Uh, grab it. Hold with your hands uh, the, the word, the sound word, the healthy word. And dear brother, we have many, in many, in the media, in the internet, many people, they are trying to destroy or to teach the bad words. They, they won't change, they, they try to change the word of God. But we have the word of God. So we need to hold Fast, the word of God. Uh, you need to be prepared. In Second Timothy chapter three, verse fourteen, but continue thou in the thing which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom that hast learned. Then uh, continue thou in the thing which thou hast learned and hast been assured. Of the knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Titus, Titus chapter 1 verse 9. Holding fast the faithful word. As he hath been taught. That he may be able by sound doctrines. Both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. So we need to hold the word of God. We need to hold the word of God. I remember in our when I, I we were in our honeymoon with, with Amanda in Venezuela. That was in Venezuela, brother. It was in the, the Margarita Island. I don't know if you heard that. So we were there honeymoon. It was an, an uh, it's like a Caribbean there. So it was a beautiful and so we rented a beautiful place. It was very close to the sea. So we was there walking one day, and, and we jumped to the sea, and we was swimming there. And at one moment, we was talking, uh, uh, looking the, the the sea, and I saw the waves start to come. So I say, hey, Amanda, when the wave come, hold my hands, and I will show you how you can uh, cross the wave. And she say, okay, okay. So the wave come, and she, I say, hold my hand. And I tried to move, you know, if you're in the sea, you try to move in, in front of the wave so the wave that they don't take you down. And she's, 
she don't hold my hands. And I see in that moment, Amanda was <laughs> running for the, for the beach. But hold your hands. Huh? And I say, Amanda, you need to hold my hands. The first lesson in our Mary, hold my hands. <laughs> so Paul talked to Timothy and say, you need to hold the word of God. Hold. And I was strong. And hold the hands. But the last thing is just remember, stay obedient. Uh, remember, stay obedient. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 14. The Bible says that good thing which was committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Ghost which dwell in us. So he say we need to keep, uh, we need to keep by the Holy Ghost which dwell in us. That good thing which was committed, committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Ghost. So he said, keep. That's words, guard, watch, keep. They're not uh, guarding. It's talking about keeping the commandment and say, you need to keep the commandment. And, and dwell its inhabited occupancy. And it's talking about the Holy Spirit. And he said, hey, it's impossible for humans trying to live in obedience to God. But we have the Holy Spirit to do that. So he said, remember to be obedient. And you can be obedient because you have the Holy Spirit. And he said, we need to remember that. The Holy Spirit lives in our heart. He lives in, in us. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Uh, the Bible says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. And the Bible says, our body, our temple of the Holy Ghost. And, and, and Paul talked to Timothy and say, hey, remember, stay obedient. It's not something natural, be obedient of God. Remember in Ephesians chapter 2, the Bible says we were fighting with God for, because for our nature, we can be obedient to God. But now we have the, the Holy Ghost in our hearts, so we, we can be. So uh, the Bible says we are temple of the Holy Ghost. In, in John chapter 14, verse 15 and 16, if ye love me, keep my commandment. Uh, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandment. But he knew it was hard for a man to uh, keep uh, his commandment. But he said, he continued talking, and I will pray for the, fa the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. And it's talking about the Holy Ghost. So Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandment. And I know you are a man, uh, you are a human, you can't do that. But I send the Holy Ghost. And the Comforter is talking about one who helps. And he's talking about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. John chapter 14, verse 17. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwell with you and shall be in you. So, the Bible says the Holy Spirit is in you, but is with you. Uh, so we are not alone. 
we can be obedient to the Lord because we have the Holy Spirit. It is with you, but it's in you. So Paul say, remember to be obedient. Remember you have the Holy Spirit in your heart. Remember you are not alone. Remember you need to use your gift. Remember you need to uh, use your gift. Use, do your part in the church. Remember don't be ashamed. Preach the gospel. So in conclusion, each one, each one of us has a special place in the God in the God's work. Each one of us are important and we need each other. We need it. Don't be ashamed and preach the gospel to others. Speak and don't be silent. Study, read, memorize, and be faithful to God and his word. Don't delay and obey him. Stay obedient to God. And I think I can imagine Paul talking or sending this letter to Timothy like a father to a son and say, hey, remember, remember, remember. And the same way for us, dear brothers, we need to remember. And remember, use your gift. Maybe you don't know what gift you have. Well, you can start praying for that. Uh, don't be ashamed. Preach the gospel. Share with your neighbors. Share with your, in, in, in your school and your work. You need to uh, hold the Bible. Uh, study, memorize. Uh, we teach the kids in, in Argentina. I don't know here, but we teach the kid about the hand. And we say, hey, like your hands, you have five fingers. So memorize, read, listen, study, and practice. Huh? And practice. So we need to hold the word of God. But don't delay to be obedient. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the opportunity to share your word. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to open your book, Lord. We pray for our life. We want to remember every day the same thing what Paul said to Timothy. Remember and use your gift. Lord, help us to be hard workers in your work, Lord. Help us, Lord, to don't be ashamed. We want to be courage. Uh, we, want, we want to have courage. We want to talk another one, another's about you, Lord. Please help us to remember to hold your word, Lord, to learn the Bible, to study the Bible, to memorize, and help us to be or to stay obedient. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.